You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to episode 41 of Late Arrivals. Back after, what, a week off? Take yeah, a week, week off. Week and uh, a couple days. I don't know. It was longer, honestly, because yeah, it was last Sunday, right? Saturday, no, Saturday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. We released it Sunday. Yeah, been a bit. Yeah, busy weekend. We got mm. our sleepover. It was fun. <laughs> we had our we had our fun little sleepover, dude. I'm so sore. I'm still so sore from <laughs> the ball hockey. Ball hockey, bro. Like Jesus. You just yeah. you forget how much because it's like a you know like a normal like inline hockey rink, and when you're just in sneakers, man, yeah. forget how much you have to cover. You can't really just glide. How'd that go? <laughs> um, it was fun. Shout out to uh, our our number one fan, our mouse boy, who is on my team, Ryan. Um, shout out, mouse boy. Shout mouse out, man, mouse boy, mouse man. He um. He was there for the first game. He had to leave for the second game um, because he had to go to the Kings game on on Sunday. So we didn't have him for game two. Game one, we got absolutely smoked. By like a uh, professional ball hockey team. <laughs> yeah, like they're in the wrong tier. Like we're literally tier three. California division only has two tiers and we're in the we're in the 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 tier three. Um this team should have been in tier two. And they they crushed us six nothing. It was it was pretty stupid. Um, they were giving us problems and telling us or asking us what the mercy rule was, and it was you know the vibes were down. <laughs> Ryan wasn't, was wasn't Ryan was telling me that they had like set like breakouts and like Dude, plans they yeah. were doing like where all five guys would be behind the net and they would all like run different directions. Yeah, man, it was. I was like, what's happening? Like, you can tell that they all played together, like, before. Like, for our team, this was our first time ever being out there together. Like, I met these people, like, maybe an hour before we played. Like, I, it was just nuts. Um, our second game, though, we did win. Um, seven to four. We beat a team called the Huntington Beach Fighting Goats. So, <laughs> screw them. No goats here. Um, I got an assist. Your boy got an assist. Ryan wasn't there for that when I had to text him the great news. Um, one of our teammates, our, our special weapon was um, whiskey. He had whiskey in his water bottle. He mixed it with his water. He's taking shots of it all game <clears throat> in that second game. And then I took one towards the end and we ended up winning. So now we have to have like whiskey has to be our thing. <laughs> so now our team is our team is the Angel City Rush, by the way. So now we need Angel City branded whiskey. So. If anyone important is listening and they're they're interested in investing in ball hockey, <laughs> get a hold of the uh the California division in the MBHL. Thanks. Thanks a ton. It was so uh... we're, we're one and one. We play 10 games. We're one and one. <laughs> it was uh he was telling me about his conundrum with the water bottles and how all of his water bottles were empty. And <laughs> when Jenny asked uh if he wanted anything from Starbucks. He's like, yeah, the first thing that came to my mind was a lemonade, but then I knew I would be dehydrated if I asked for that. So I just said water. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's good, Ryan. We don't want you being dehydrated out there. 
They have uh, lemonade at Starbucks? Yeah, like the refreshers and stuff. Yeah, like, like a lemonade, lemonade like mix that they put in drinks. Ew. Did not know that. I'm not a big but, lemonade guy. I love lemon sh- things, but I can't drink lemonade for some reason. It has to be a certain kind of lemonade. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Change lemonade is crap. Never, n- never had it. But um, shout out to the NBHL. That was a fun weekend. Uh, it's 5-2 Edmonton. 5-2 now? Yeah, Zach Hyman just scored. Ooh. Cool. Interesting. Yikes. Um, yeah, I got it. I got to go back out there for um, the second weekend of our games on, uh, I think it's May 20, May 21st. And that, that day, we're instead of playing two games in a day, we're playing three. And my first game of that day is at 9 a.m. So we'll see how this goes. And we're, and we're playing the same team. Our first game is against that same Vegas, like, Shiners team that should not be in our division. So I'm ready <laughs> to, you know, just get destroyed for breakfast. That'll be fun. Um but yeah, shout out to them. That was a blast. Our jerseys are a little tight, but, but <laughs> please look past that. Um, Where was yeah, it? Whatever. Where? It's uh, Chapman Chapman Sports Park in Garden Grove. That's where all of our games will be. So if yeah, you wanna, so Lou, if you ever want to go down, watch Chris play ball hockey. Let's we're gonna get a some... we're gonna get a fan section noisemakers noise and there you go bring <laughs> bring the whole thing get some get some instruments going let's let's create a soccer atmosphere start having smoke bombs go off some purple <laughs> smoke bombs <laughs> well we also have to shout out the mouse because he got a hat trick in our game last oh he did nice we were trying oh, very hard to win and we wound up winning so I'm always glad, nice there yeah I'm glad he scored. I'm glad he got a hat trick because he was getting a lot of a lot of trash talk from your team there about playing ball <laughs> hockey. So <laughs> I'm glad he at least, you know. He made up for it. Yeah, he made up for it for sure. <laughs> well, we don't have a ton to talk about ducks wise, but like Lou mentioned before we hopped on, uh, you know, it was nice of the ducks to give us something to talk about. Uh at all, Anaheim. Worth uh worth noting, but uh they make the hiring of Matt McElvain uh official. He will be it's the coach of the San Diego Goals. Um it's definitely nice to know that Friedman's uh Intel was right. Yeah. I mean Elliot's kinda I wouldn't say he's hit or miss, but there's sometimes where like he hears things and he yeah. talks about them and they either pan out or they don't, but it's nice to have something that pertains to us that's a positive. With the Ducks specifically, too, I feel like he gets a lot of stuff kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it could be wrong. Because I, I know, like, the uh, over the years, the Ducks have been a team that's been pretty pretty tight-lipped where nothing really gets out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's nice. Um, I don't know much about this guy outside <clears throat> of him coaching in Austria for a, a, a little bit. Um, I know cool. Jake Rudolph shared um, – uh, an article from like two years ago or something about him. I still haven't, I got to get to reading that to see what he's all about. But I mean, I, I've heard nothing but good things and he seems like a, a really good hire for the Ducks organization. So we'll see what he does in San Diego. They I mean, obviously nice and young. Yeah. 37 years old. So I mean, yeah, it's not like it's a retread of an older coach that's in the league. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. There was some talk. I know CJ brought it up that, 
the job's not done yet with Rubik and going forward with like searching for a head coach, like you definitely, you don't want to have a guy that's just going to be a placeholder for a season or two. You know, yeah. There is still some, some vetting and some searching that Pat needs to do over the summer. Um, Cause realistically, like you, you don't know if McElveen's success from Austria is going to translate over to North America right away. Yeah, exactly. And the last thing you need to do is be like, okay, well, we're banking on this guy to maybe at the end of his tenure as the AHL coach to be able to step in and be the head coach of the, of the big club. Um, obviously, you know, you see, I, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago when we talked about the, the news that Friedman had broke on 32, 32 thoughts, you know, mentioning his name, um, you know, it, it sets up for kind of that, like Mike Sullivan kind of John Cooper esque ascension of like, they want him in the AHL to be able to work with the prospects, you know, work with the kids that are going to be on the team in a couple of seasons. And that's great and all, but at the same time, we don't want to bank too hard on, okay, this is the plan and this is the only plan, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. definitely very exciting because he's a young voice that has had success. So it'll be interesting to see how he can help the goals because they've been a little, they've been a little bad. Um, just a little. <laughs> A little bit. And I, th- I think kind of having just random coaches in the midst of just all the chaos that's been this short little time in the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, so it'll be nice to have, I, I guess, more of a ground. I wouldn't say a grounded voice, but a guy that's, you know, is going to be there a while. It's not going to be like one and done like a lot of the coaches have been like, you know, we had uh, Deneen and then Joel Bouchard and then Roy Summers this year. And yeah, it's just kind of been a revolving door of like, Hey, maybe this guy will get it right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll be nice because I don't think we've seen that jump from guys like Braden Tracy or Jacob Perot just yet. And you want to see that. Um, I was talking with a coworker about it today. Like it's, it's weird kind of reminiscing about the last couple of years and having like high draft picks because in years past, it was always like, we were just kind of okay with picking high just because we were still contending for the playoffs. And it was just like, yeah. Oh yeah, this guy might pan into something. He might be something. And now it's, it's not so much a necessity, but it's like, you want more of those younger guys to succeed and make that step instead of just like, well, shit, we got that guy and he did nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we can say that we didn't think Brandon Gooley was going to be much. But, you know, look yeah. at where Brandon Montour's at now. And it, it, it's hard to make that comparison because he's also on a different team than who we traded him to. Yeah. But, it, you know, in the same kind of same kind of vein, like, how many guys are we going to do that with? Yeah, because the list can keep just getting longer and longer if there isn't a voice down there that's going to benefit them. And I don't know. It's exciting. We won't know whether it was the, you know, he's the right man for the job, I think, for a while. But, you know, it's nice to see Pat kind of looking outside the box and not just choosing someone that's been there before. Yeah. Because not only it gives him a shot to prove himself, but the same time like it's fresh blood and the nhl needs more of that yeah and honestly with uh with where the goals finished 
the last well last season and even the season before that same with the ducks like it can't get any worse (laughs) exactly hopefully you know this guy like i said haven't heard anything have heard only good things about him so interested to see how how good timing too because you're getting an influx of talent they sure are yeah very good timing yeah you know, having guys like Zellweger pretty much being able to make the jump, guys like Regenda, Perot, Tracy, guys that have already been down there, the goalies that are there, Callie Klang, you know, Gage Alexander. Um, I didn't put it in the notes, but it definitely seems like Ole Eriksson Ek is not signing with the team again because his Instagram, oh, okay. his like end of, end of season Instagram post was like a. You look at the comments and all the goals players are like, gonna miss you, bud. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's too yeah, bad. Yeah, but at the same time, like, <laughs> look at look at who he would have to beat out. He's gonna yeah, have exactly. to beat out Cali Clang one. I think next year's gonna be pretty much Clang's net in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna have to beat out Alexander to even be the backup. Um, yeah. what are you gonna do? Are you gonna send him back to Tulsa and just sit in the ECHL? Like, yeah, that just it sucks. sucks. Yeah. You, you know, you never want to see a guy that gets drafted by the team just kind of get tossed to the wayside like that. But it's just kind of the the nature of the business for rebuilding teams. You know, especially when you're at this point where your team's been stockpiling picks or players that they're getting in these trades. It's going to happen. I mean, I feel like the forward talent's going to kind of get there soon enough. You know, mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking, if we're bad again next year and there's more selling that's to be done, there could be more of it. Yeah. But you also have guys like Zellweger, possibly Minchikov, you know, XYZ down the line that could be bumping some of these, you know, PTO guys that get signed for the rest of the season out. And that's just kind of what happens. Yeah, hopefully he uh, sticks around in the uh, NHL or even the AHL with somebody. I saw a, a comment on the post telling him to sign in Minnesota to play with his brother. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's an option for sure. Um, of note, uh, I was going to kind of keep up with the junior playoffs, but I did not check. But of note, Olin Zellweger... Uh, got player of the week nominations from the playoffs with nine points in two games. Uh, he followed up a seven point performance with the hat trick, you know, only getting two points, but <laughs> only, you know, what, a, what a bum. Yeah. Um, I can't then, wait for him, man. Jesus. He's, whew. he's getting we, us all hot up in here. We had the one year anniversary of Getsy retiring. Yeah, it was a little little sad to think about, but yep, I don't know why it's felt longer. It's felt absolutely like this whole season in general just felt like it dragged and yeah. was like three seasons in one. I actually yeah. thought it flew by, like kind of yeah, it, it kind of did, but then it kind of didn't. I don't know my, my my brain is like still in 2020. I, <laughs> I'm just I'm not here, man. I don't know what's going on. It's just. No more gets love. That's sad. Do you think <laughs> say we, that like uh, it just happened? Do you think we uh, get a number retirement next year? Yeah, they have. They have to. Have to. 
30th my, anniversary season. My harebrained conspiracy theory is uh, Tampa Bay gets knocked out in the playoffs. Perry okay. says he has one Ooh, more year. Go. Corey Perry comes back to captain the team. There you and go. he retires Getzloff. And then the next mm-hmm. year he retires and Getzloff retires him. There you go. Okay. Yep. Now that would make many grown men cry. Myself. Or if Perry calls it after the season, you do the one day and then retire them at the same time. Yeah. No, I think I think both of them needs their own night. I think so too, but I could definitely see if they have plans to to do a few retirements during or you know, number retirements during the year. I could see them making the exception to do like the two of them on the same one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that would have to be like a like a six hour before game time just like okay everyone get here super early because yeah. we got a lot to cover ducks fans do get they, there early hmm. do they finally uh retire 35 i think if you go how they did with the 25th and you do if, you do two Scott, numbers if, if scotty is up there I feel like if you do two numbers, you have to do you have to do fifteen. You have to do Getzloff, and if you if you don't have anybody else, if Perry's still playing, you do thirty five. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying like I definitely don't. I definitely think Jaguar should have his number up there. I just don't know when they're going to do it and if they're going to do it. I know It'd a lot be of the right time of, to do it. I think yeah. enough time has passed. I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence about it. Depending on who you ask, they don't think he deserves it or whatever. And I don't really, I never really understood how he doesn't deserve it, but. Yeah, the Con Smith in it. And. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I don't know. I guess you got people who have like different things for players to get their number retired and then like a statue is another thing like if he were to get his number retired i'm not saying put a jaguar statue outside but like when you think of like getzloff and perry i think they should get both um it would be nice to see like getzloff's number being retired and then there's like a statue outside at the same time <laughs> um that'd be pretty fun but we shall see i'm definitely on board with the whole perry thing though that'd be outstanding imagine him coming back for one more year or even make everybody I just, cry. Yeah, I just, I mean, even if that's like <clears throat> not going to happen, um, I I do hope that he at least retires a duck. I would hate to see him retire with, with the lightning. Sign like a day and call it a career. Jack said, "Get thirty eight in the rafters." Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to ask. This is episode forty one. Do we have a number forty one that we can think of? Um. No, we, we like off the top of my head, no. And I feel like if we pull up like, the number Stolars? history, oh yeah, Stolars is forty-one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, Stolars. There you go. Marcinia is gonna be mad at us yep. because that's, that's 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 her boy. Well, <laughs> look what we've done. <laughs> I don't know how that one slipped in my mind. I was thinking about it earlier today. I'm like, who the hell is forty-one or was forty-one? I couldn't think of anybody. That is my B. Well, we are twelve days away from. The, the ping pong balls deciding our fate. And then, I mean, after that, there's not too much to look forward to outside of watching the rest of the playoffs. I mean, the yeah. lottery lottery day one is uh, June 28th. Again, I will put it out there. If we get first overall, come join me in Nashville. <laughs> we will all go celebrate 
and pop champagne in Bridgestone Arena when Connor Bedard becomes a duck. Jake's flying us out. It'll be a great time. He's flying, Jake's <laughs> flying all of us out to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, before, you know, since we don't have a ton of duck stuff, but before we get into anything else, I, I figured we'd, we'd talk about the state of lap a little bit because we've had okay. we've had a fun two weeks. Mm-hmm. A pretty monumental two weeks for us. Mm-hmm. Um, without getting into the details of it, um, we definitely, you know, we touched on it last episode, but the support that we got when we partnered with 714, not only from 714 themselves, but just from the usages of the code, um, you know, code LAP, um, <laughs> it got a lot of use. And in a four month span, it got a lot of, it got a lot of use that I don't think we could physically like think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, we just wanted to say thank you for supporting us and listening Definitely. to, to us and putting up with us. Cause we've said it many times. We didn't expect to get this far. And the fact that we're at where we're at is very humbling and very, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we didn't mention it much last episode, but the code's going to be good pretty much all the way through until next season. Um, yeah. Unless they tell us otherwise, which we would then update you, you know, we'll update you if it, if it freezes for a little bit until next season starts, but it should be good for the off season. So if you're planning on going to a bunch of angels games, you can use our, our code LAP still at 714 and use it up. Yep. Um, it also has brought forth the opportunity to maybe do some events with 714, whether it's kind of collaboration with other podcasts, other you know other forms of media um they brought the brought up the idea of doing like tailgates doing you know maybe a show from their office stuff like that um we are very <laughs> open to ideas yeah um, i just i i keep picturing like us doing a live show from the 714 <laughs> office and it's just going completely and like i i don't see it going well but <laughs> but i'm you know I'll, i i would be there for sure i'm i'm down for for whatever but they, they brought up tailgating like a lot so i'm they definitely want to tailgate and i'm always down for tailgating you kidding me love a good tailgate yeah love a good tailgate but the reason we mention it is more so just you know it's we we want i wouldn't say we want uh input but if there is something you guys think that would be fun to kind of get our our little community together i know we have a lot of kind of crossing fan bases with the ctp guys um the forever mighty guys you know we all kind of cohabitate in in our little ducks twitter space um but we want to make this about you guys and the community too because at the end of the day like this all all the craziness that has gone into this podcast is very uh has been a group effort it's not Mm -hmm. just one of us you know, from day one with Annie to where we're at now, you know, our LAP OG Annie, we've, we've learned a lot as podcasters and people who don't do this professionally. (laughs) Um, you know, again, this is a very collaborative and group heavy activity. So we want, we want to involve everybody possible because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for everybody. Yeah, and 
I think a date they brought up a couple times was the um, what Ducks night at, at the Angels game, right? So yeah. maybe, yeah. I mean, obviously it didn't go much further than just, you know, spitballing ideas. Um, so nothing's official, but maybe keeping an eye on that, on that date, maybe we can have a fun little, little get together, tailgate, whatever it is. I can bring my sauce kit, dude. We can play with the sauce kit at the tailgate. Come on. And go sauce kit across Catella. Right. <laughs> They're little mini hockey nets, and you it's like playing cornhole with a hockey puck, essentially. Yeah, oh, Google, Google hockey sauce kit, it, it'll change your life. It's pretty great. Great, <laughs> great, great purchase. If you haven't got one yet, go, go, go buy one. It's a party hit. But okay, that thing, that thing. Yep, we've also talked about uh, how ITR is getting a revamped store, so we are definitely putting our heads down and getting to work on making some fun t-shirts, sweatshirts and stuff. It sounds like we have the capabilities of also, excuse me, uh, doing stickers and mugs. Stickers. So if you're like Chris or Heather and like coffee mugs and collecting yeah. coffee mugs, uh, <laughs> we're going to try and uh, maybe do some, some lap mugs uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Some shirts. Um, we've already had some ideas, but our big one, so we may be trying to do jerseys at some point. Yes. And I may do a little poll with this because, I mean, we have an episode planned in a couple of weeks of doing our lap awards. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll put that as part of the little questionnaire. Um, yeah. But we have some ideas for jerseys. I thought of one today um, with Sammy the Seal breaking through the ice. Yeah. We're trying to. I mean, we're trying on, to think beautiful. of some crazy stuff just to yeah. just to have something that stands out. Because if there's one thing I hate in the circle of hockey is everybody copies everything, and I can't yeah. pretend like my team didn't rip off like the Wild and New Jersey Devil jerseys <laughs> and mash them together. They're um, great jerseys, so jersey. But my big thing is I want it to be unique and stand out. So if anybody has ideas. You can always tweet at us. Yep. You think our ideas are stupid? Do you have a better idea? Yeah, you, you can do just, that as well. <laughs> yeah, if you want to DM us on Twitter and Instagram and say, "Hey, your Jersey idea, idiotic," and then not say anything else. I mean, hey, that's your that's your right. You can do that. I mean, I can be <laughs> mad, but yeah, we don't we don't know if people would actually want jerseys. You know, like that. I mean, do you really want a jersey of a podcast? Like, but we were gonna make them for ourselves, and if you guys like them, we can always. We can always get more made and, and, you know, we kind of want to put the feelers out there and see if anyone um, has any interest in that. Cause I know, I know I asked before um, I asked like months ago, um, like different merch that, that you guys would like. And I know I got a lot of mugs and stickers. Like those were the two big ones. And they tend um, to be easier things to do. So it makes sense yeah. that those are the things, but yep. But I mean, if you, I mean, if you wouldn't wear a jersey, that's fine. But we we would like to know, you know, because like Jake was saying, this is I mean, we can't really do this stuff without you guys. We can't sell merch if you guys aren't interested. So it's really up to you. We we kind of want your feedback on uh, exactly what you'd like to see. And I mean, you can always always tweet us ideas or send us ideas on Instagram, whatever whatever platform you're on. Um, and we can try to go through with them and. Like hey, I said, if, it's a, if it's a weed grinder with our logo on it, so be <laughs> Hell it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um hey, I'll put our logo on just fun anything. <laughs> um 
but yeah, you know, we talked about the whole uh, collaboration with uh, that little that little ducks group before uh, with t-shirts with them. So, I mean, we like doing collabs with people who listen. So if you want to give us ideas, I mean, we got a bunch, we just got to start, we got to start working on them, but it's a matter of actually doing them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that hat would be cool. Definitely yes. want hats. I need a snapback with our logo on it. I would love like a Sam of the seal snapback. Like that would, or I dad would love yeah, or snapback. Well, both. Yeah. Well, both. I, I mean, I, we want to do both. I, I would want to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pick one or the other. We'd. We'd have to go. Both, yeah. Because not everyone can wear the hats yeah, that I, I wear. And yeah, my head's too big. Big. I have to wear these. The the you know the flat here. I I, I can't. My head's. You can't my head's wear too fitted. giant. If I wear the hat that Lou's wearing right now, it's a great hat. It's a dad hat. It's great Mighty Duck dad hat. But my head is big where it would look like it's squeezing the life out of me, and I just wouldn't look right. So. <laughs> you, do you like fitted hats? Yes, yes. Love me a good fitted. Yeah. But they're weird. Like, new era? New era is weird because, like, sometimes, like, I get the same size, but they fit differently. And yeah, 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 yeah. I know so what you're weird. talking about. Yeah, so I... Sometimes they're kinda, wider. Sometimes they're, like... Yeah. It's, not wider? It's, I don't get it. So I've been kind of leaning towards, uh, you know, snapbacks more. It's just easier. But, but yeah, we just... We, <laughs> we have a lot of ideas and... You know, I don't think we're going to be doing like lap aprons and chef's hats, but you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Speaking of coffee mugs, though, before I left town, before I left Orange County, I did stop at the duck store because, of course, and I did get two mugs. I got a cool um, Mighty Ducks uh, Pride mug, which is really cool. Um, and I got the. Uh, did I got you get the, the giant with... wild wing head? No, 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 no. I got the. I bought I that the, this year. I got the mug with um, Zegris and Drysdale with the Step Brothers. Oh, okay. thing. I got I got that mug because I was looking at it last time I went to a game and I I had to pull the trigger on it this time. So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so yeah, we need coffee mugs. Honestly, I would. I was gonna say if if anything, I, I feel like the mugs are gonna come first. <laughs> yeah, even if it's just for me, we'll make one mug. <laughs> Didn't you say that you're also selling an ATV? Yeah, they are we gonna pitch in? How much is it? Uh, I think it was like four hundred and ninety. It was it was marked down. It was like in the eight hundreds or nine hundreds. Um, but yeah, we can all share it. It's gonna roll around my parking lot on the ATV. <laughs> hey man, I'm out in the desert. It's perfect for me. <laughs> Just doing donuts. My ducks ATV. Come on. Well, we will. Uh... Definitely keep you guys updated when we do decide to put more feelers out there of like maybe a limited list of like stuff we've kind of narrowed down. Yeah. But again, yeah, we like Chris said, we don't want to make a bunch of stuff and then not sell it if it's not stuff that you guys are interested in. But yeah. Something something's brewing. We're not exactly cooking in the kitchen yet, but <laughs> We're thinking we're cooking. <laughs> we can smell something is brewing. We don't know what it is yet, but we something know something's might be being cooking. made. Yeah. Might explode, <laughs> might turn out okay. Who knows? It's like it's just enough where you can you can smell it and you're like, hey, what's going on in there? You know? But nobody knows yet. 
Well, before we transition here into the playoff talk, uh, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, code LAP at checkout, 7-1 for tickets. You get 10% off your order. It's 5% towards any future orders at 714. Angels tickets, concerts, whatever may tickle your fancy in the next couple yeah. months as nothing is happening. If you're not in SoCal and you're in Arizona like me, or if you're anywhere else in the country, you can still use our code and get anything that's being sold on 714tickets.com. Except for anything past, I think, the third round of the I NHL think. playoffs, I think. Yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah we can't, uh, you can't use it for, like, Stanley Cup final tickets. But I think you use it for the conference finals, though. Yes, you should be able to use it for conference finals, yeah. I believe. We'll correct our... Well, we can correct that if we're wrong. <laughs> but promo code LAP. Promo code LAP. L-A-P. Also go to uh, insidetherink.com slash ESPN. Sign up for ESPN+. Plus. Um, I still need to hook my provider up so I can actually watch the playoff games that aren't on ESPN. Um, <laughs> I can understand why it's worth the money. Um, I... Honestly, it sometimes feel overwhelmed because there's just so much on the app. Oh yeah, but signing up on the inside the rink website, you know, helps support us, helps keep uh, inside the rink going. So you can uh, use that affiliate link and get a ESPN Plus if you do not have it already. Yep, keeps it keeps the lights on, keeps everyone happy and safe. Well, we had the Women's World Championship happen. Uh, Team USA beats Canada. Hillary yes. Knight becomes the first player to reach 100 points at the Women's World Tournament. They won 6-2, to two, right? 6-3. 6-3. Yeah. Pro Hillary Knight pod. Yep. This is a Hillary Knight podcast. Um, USA hockey beating Canada in any tournament ever is a celebration. I don't care. I'm sorry, Canada listeners. There are a decent amount of you. Surprisingly, there's a surprising like number of Canadian listeners. Um, terribly sorry, but also not sorry at the same time. Go USA hockey. You guys suck. <laughs> Hockey's our game. Wow. These colors don't run. No, they don't, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Canada, the city city of Calgary and the Calgary Wranglers are in principal agreement about a new entertainment area, which means that Finally. the Flames will be moving out of the Saddle Dome at some point. <laughs> Finally. Um, I liked Ava's tweet on Twitter today of, where else am I going to see my hockey in my favorite Pringle-shaped building? <laughs> <laughs> that arena is so weird looking, man. So weird. Yeah. But the you know, in there looks so weird. Yeah, I think arenas like that have that charm of like you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Like, yeah, people go to Fenway and Wrigley all the time. You know, my my uncles dragged my my grandpa there before he passed, and they're like, "Yeah, we made Dad climb up uh like hundred flights of stairs to get to the very <laughs> top of Wrigley Field." But you know, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. That's fun though. Uh, they they need it. They've been trying to do this for, for a while, and it's it's desperately needed in Calgary. And no matter how much we pick on both Alberta teams, you want to see them, you know, get newer buildings and stay where they are. And I mean, I'm not a I'm not a fan of like teams having to relocate for stupid stuff. Like when it comes to 
things that fans can't control. You know what I mean? When it's, yeah. if it, if it has to do with an, a new arena needing to be built or the ownership, or whatever, I just think it's dumb when, you know, ownership in the city can't come, come to terms on, on things and, and, and the fans kind of have to pay for that. So hopefully, like uh, A's smooth sailing. Doing. The what? I say kind of like what the A's are doing. Cause yeah, that, that sucks, man. Yeah. Like that's, you know, you don't want uh, same thing with with where the Coyotes have been over the last few years. They finally have a, like stable ownership, and so it's nice to see that happening in in Calgary because I know a lot of Canadian fans will will say that nobody cares about them, <laughs> nobody cares about their teams, especially Gary Bettman. It's always about the the U.S. market and all that stuff. So hopefully, this is uh, smooth sailing now for the Flames, and they have a nice new building like the Oilers do within the next handful of years or whatever. And they get to stay. And they can stay. Mm-hmm. So the playoffs, they have been quite oh, the really, polarizing topic. Really quick, before we get into the Stanley Cup playoffs, let me shout out my uh, my teams in Europe really quick. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, I didn't write that down. No, you're fine. You're totally fine. Let's shout them out. Uh, in the EIHL, the... Uh, <laughs> the uh, elite ice hockey league over there in the UK. Um, I really like the Belfast Giants, and they won the league, they won the playoffs, and they won the um, Challenge Cup, so they won the treble. They won all three trophies. They're great. Um, they won best the what? team. It's it's They won the treble, like three all three trophies that you can possibly win in, in one season. They oh, won okay. all of them, dude. They're that good. That good. Well, and then... Belfast Giants. Uh, shout out, Giants. Um, and then in the SHL, the Swedish Hockey League, my dudes, I am going to butcher this name, so I am terribly sorry to Sweden. Um, I love this team, though. They're really cool. They won the, the SHL championship. They are the Vecchio Lakers. I believe it's Vecchio. Vecchio. Vecchio Lakers. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. I said it wrong like more than once. That's terrible. But love them. They won the championship, so shout out to those dudes. And my my Finnish team is in the final. I think they're losing three games to two right now. But the the Pelicans, awesome team. So, and Isn't my there a uh, team in Finland that's the, like the Penguins, they're like the Emperor have, Penguins. I think they have two. Like I think they have, I think they have two Penguin Penguin teams in Finland. But um, but yeah, the Pelicans are awesome. They're like that really like light blue. Oof, beautiful. And then my my Swiss team made it to like the conference final and got swept. So, but yeah, my European team's doing great over here where I live. Not so great. We're pretty depressed over here. But anyway, we can move on to the Stanley Cup playoffs if you'd well, like. I wanted to start before talking about the series individually briefly, but this the season the this year's playoffs in general have just been polarizing in the fact that. The games are, in, for the most part, pretty much all the games have been entertaining. You know, we mm-hmm. had Matt Kachuk trying to fight Linus Olmark. <laughs> We've had, you know, coaches calling each other out, GMs yelling at fans. It's just yeah. been, it's been fun. Um, but I Six think two, by what, the way. what's being lost in all of this is, for whatever reason this year, people seem to be just off their fucking nut when it comes to just being assholes yeah and you know i i don't really have room to speak 
because for a lot of years, those years when we were still consistent conference violent, you know, Mm -hmm. conference finalists and stuff. We were going at it with Blackhawks fans. We're going at it with Predators fans. You know, we're still picking on the Oilers and Flames fans, (laughs) even after those rounds were done. Um, So I can't sit up here and, act high and mighty of like oh you guys need to be better and yeah you need to stop doing that because i used to do that shit too Mm -hmm. but i just think this year almost the i wouldn't say the trolling has been taken out of it but like the lightheartedness of like okay i can kind of gloat and have fun the fact that my team beat your team tonight whatever Mm -hmm. and it's just i don't know it just is very angry and just like guttural it's like very mean-spirited i mean granted i mean we had the thing with uh the king's fan that came out yeah today yeah which you know for those that don't know it came out that after game three in la um a young edmonton fan was spit on by a king's fan um, in the bathroom in the bathroom (laughs) and the lady made an ass of herself after being called out by Evander Kane on Instagram because she essentially tattled on herself, um, yeah. made it very easy for the internet to find her out. But I don't know. It just, maybe it's just because I don't have a dog in the fight and we're in the spot where we've been where every off season now is just kind of watching from afar and watching from the couch. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, I don't know. This year just feels on another level of like the on ice play has just sparked something in people that it's just like very, very hateful. And again, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of the territory of playoffs because for all of the for all the happiness that the winning teams get, you know, there's always excuses and there's always stuff thrown about, about oh, officiating's fucking this over. This happened and this is why we lost. You know, there's mm-hmm. never, at least in the regular season, maybe this is just from a place of watching the team we've watched the last couple of years. But, you know, there are times where it's just like, ah, oh, well, shit, like they missed a call there and the Ducks easily could have scored, but or, you know, they could have prevented this goal, but they let it stand on the ice or whatever. And, you know, playoffs, it means more because you're obviously contending to try and win the whole thing. Yeah. But it just seems like this year, it's like the excuses go from the things we're used to of like, ah, oh, the refs fucked us over to like, oh, well, you believe the refs fucked us over, but you know what? You're a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, where did you get that from? Like, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's it, a little crazy. It's it's weird that it's bugging me because I'm not the one affected by it. And I hate to be that like, oh, well, I'm offended on your behalf. But yeah, I don't know. It just it, it's bugged me because it's like it takes away from the games when there's just constant just like nastiness out there. Yeah. Because then yeah. you look at it from the light of like you're never going to hear the end of it. And I mean, that's how rivalry spark. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times do the ducks and Kings play a meaningless game in the last couple of years? And it still winds up in, you know, a bunch of penalties and fights like the last game yeah. of the, the last two games we played them. Fights look what on happens. and off the ice. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. the nature of hockey, but 
I don't know. I just felt compelled to be like, just everyone tone the fuck down. It does seem darker this year. Just like, I mean, Twitter, you know, online, that stuff, it, it, there's, there's like gentle, like banter and just kind of like going back and forth. And then there's like some evil people that are just like you said, maybe, maybe we're noticing it more because our team isn't in it and we're kind of looking at it as a whole and not just we're in, we're invested in that one series. Yeah. But, but yeah, it definitely. Cause seems... it's different when it's one, one team. Yeah. But it's like when you're seeing it from every aspect of like, you know, obviously the, you know, we can get into it since it's the game happening now, but like, you know, the Kings Edmonton series has been pretty, pretty feisty, pretty hot just because you had game three with the the parent high stick yep. that led to the Kings game winner, you know, and then everything that happened game four with them blowing the lead. And then the stuff that happened off the ice coming to light. It's just like that series. I feel like you don't touch with the 10 foot pole. Like if you're not a fan of those two teams, <laughs> yeah, it's worth not even engaging in because it's just nastiness on both sides that, it just doesn't feel right yeah um i mean that's a, whole, that's a whole that's a whole different level over there i've kind of seen it with the dallas minnesota series but it's more yes. so both fan yes. bases saying oh no your players are dirty no your players are dirty and <laughs> yeah. then you yeah. know marcus felino gets kicked out of the game tonight after complaining about the penalties that let the stars tie up the series in that mm-hmm. one game it's like I don't know. It just it's it's a very chaotic year, but it's like the chaos isn't that fun. Like, oh, it's the best time of year. Play, you know, this is playoff hockey. It's just like it's pl- the playoffs, but everyone's on edge. Yeah, like more it, more so than usual. Yeah, I guess some fans like, hey, you're allowed to to be invested in this. This is a really fun time of year, especially for teams in it. But it's not life or death, man. Like you. <laughs> They can fight on the ice, leave it on the ice. You don't need to like, like I said, it's different when you're just like poking fun at somebody on Twitter, if they make a stupid comment or whatever, it's just, it's all fun and games. As long as you're not like, you know, people don't need to get beat up over this in, exactly. in an arena or in a parking lot or get stabbed or something, or like a little girl, you know, like the little, the little girl, that Oilers fan getting spit on in the bathroom, like, come on. Like, what are you doing? You're an adult spitting on a child. And this yeah. poor girl is like battling cancer. It's a whole thing. And you're just going to like, come on, man. Like, that's just, just ridiculous. It's just a lot of, a lot of the ugly has been, has, has surfaced for sure in this first round. Yeah. And it's only and round one. Yeah. It's just like, and it's only what's, round this, one. what's this going to be like going forward? Yeah. Moral right. of the story, chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Let's all just have fun. Enjoy the game. So I have dubbed the LA Edmonton series the no you win this game series because <laughs> every game so far has been one team blowing a lead and the other team coming back. Not tonight. Yeah. Well um, Quentin Byfield just scored yeah, for the six Kings three on now. Tongo. Six three. There's what like eleven and a half left. I mean, hey, you never know. You never know. At the moment that we are talking about it, series is tied 2-2, but it's looking like the Edmonton Oilers are about to take a 3-2 lead in this series. I do want to apologize to Kings fans. Um, Sunday night. uh, (laughs) We were at dinner. (laughs) When we were at dinner, we were on our way to dinner. We were leaving Jake and Heather's. And in the car, I looked at the score. 
because we were on our way to go watch the game. And I said, oh, man, the Kings are up 3 nothing. Looks like they're going to eliminate. Looks like they really might eliminate the Oilers, like, this series. Like, because they had a chance to, what was it at that point? They had a chance to go up 3-1, right? Yeah. So this would have been an elimination game tonight. I'm like, wow, they're they're really going to do this. Right after I say that, Jake's like, oh, Oilers just scored. And then we were, we, get, we were like out of my driveway. Yeah. Like we barely left. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Oilers have scored. And then we get there and we watch the game and the Oilers end up coming back and tying it. And it was a whole mess. They win in overtime. And so that's my B. Am I, am I, do I feel bad? Kind of, but not really. I mean, I do have Canceled some, bro. there are some good people that I know that are Kings fans and I do love them dearly. But at the same time, it's like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping this goes seven, so I'm not too. I don't feel too bad, but I will apologize. I'll be a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm forty. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is a crazy series, and I would not be surprised if the Kings end up coming back in this game in the final eleven minutes here. So we had uh, Dallas takes a three-two lead over the Minnesota Wild. Uh, this one, I, I feel like this series isn't getting a lot of attention, but it's just because there's a lot of other stuff happening. Yeah. And maybe it's just, I don't, I'm just not seeing people talk about this series. I also think it's just because a lot of the star power is not producing. I mean, yeah. Jason Robertson seems to be doing okay, but like Jason Robertson is, you yeah. know, Capri Capri Soft's the big one where everyone's he's been super like, quiet. Yeah. You know, he, he's been almost non-existent. Um, you know, the series the started with out Joe Pavelski. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, the series starts with Pavelski getting taken out by Dumba. You have the the stuff with Felino's two penalties that essentially cost Minnesota the game. He gets tossed tonight. Um, the video that Hockey 365 has posted of it, you see Dean Evison's reaction. It's an all time like pause, <laughs> pause, and take a screenshot of because it's. He was rolling his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like this was going to be one of the more entertaining series. And, I mean, you had that one, like, real big blowout game by Dallas. Uh, with, yeah. With Hintz getting the hat trick. Yeah, game um, two was 7-3 stars. Um, but, yeah, out of the five games, they've all been pretty one-sided outside of two. Because the first game went to double overtime that the Wild won 3-2, and then the Stars won game four three two but then the rest have been all one-sided i feel like vegas winnipeg's kind of been the same you know vegas is up three one um playoff jack eichel baby he's alive he's well (laughs) vegas looks really really good yeah um but i also kind of think in comparison to the jets um you know ehlers gets uh knocked out even before the playoffs started. So he's kind of yeah. been a non-factor. I mean, Shifley left yesterday. Now, right? Yeah, He left yesterday's game. They said he might play. Morrissey's out the rest of the season. Yeah. Or not the season, the rest of the series. The rest of the series, yeah. Uh, Cole Perfetti got hurt in practice. So, like, you know, they don't have the young talent there. Like, Yeah, and Hellebuck think, can only do so much. I think Winnipeg's season was kind of doomed when they went on that little that little free fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if anything, they were kind of one of the pretenders that made the playoffs. Um, Not to say that they're a bad team by much of a stretch. You're going to be on puck empire. (laughs) 
<laughs> this just in Jake from LAP has called um, the Jets pretenders. But yeah, there's been a lot of talk about them kind of, kind of being on the outs and like it being an end, end of an era in Winnipeg, you know, that core that went to the conference final in 2018 is not there anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of the remnants of of what was there before. It's a yeah. cool story. You know, I, I don't really have much beef with the Jets. I, I I like their players. You know, their fans are very passionate when they're not coming up with dumb Corey Perry chants. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, I feel bad for them because their fans are just like, oh man, we're going to get our ass kicked. And it's <laughs> kind of been the case outside of game one. Yeah. I feel like Vegas woke up after that and was just like, yeah, no, okay, this this is our series. Like, yeah, go away. The Winnipeg whiteout is fun. Yeah, it's kind of annoying me though that they're not allowed to wear their white uniform at home because they have a whiteout. Yeah, it is kind of weird to have a whiteout. Rules NHL. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little odd, but our last whiteout is cool. Our last series in the West is Seattle and Colorado, and this one's making for an interesting series because we have a lot of kind of question marks with the ABS player wise. A lot of guys hurt. Um, Hell, McCarr and, just got suspended. Yeah, McCarr gets yeah. suspended for a weird kind of out-of-character hit on Jared McCann. Yeah, that was really late and just dumb. Like, that was really weird. I had to watch it twice, maybe even three times, to make sure it was McCarr because that's just not the type of player he is. So that was really weird. Um, Seattle gets their first playoff win and their first playoff win in their home building. Uh, that series is tied to two right now. So it'll be interesting to see how Seattle does without Jared McCann. Colorado has been without um, Chushkin. They said his was like a personal issue. There's yeah. kind of like a rumor floating around that it's something to do with them going out. Um, and it could be something to do with, the tweet i saw said something about alcohol but it also was kind of just some random account i'd never heard of so i'm not gonna really say it's fact until we hear more but yeah and that's not really great to to reach at when it's somebody's well-being like that but exactly so you you know there's some question marks of guys playing in this series but it's interesting to see seattle kind of giving the abs a little bit of a run for their money but yeah. the Avs still kind of coming back and doing what they do best and, you know, being able to take over games. Yeah, it's a fun series. It's it's one of my favorite in the West, for sure. Kraken are, Kraken are fun. Yeah, the East uh, hasn't been as tight. You know, the Bruins are, are beating Florida, which we kind of kind of expected. Um, yeah. They're up 3-1 currently with a chance to clinch. Um, they don't play till Friday, I believe. It's Thursday or Friday. Like they have a couple of days off. Um, yeah, I think it's Thursday. Nope, and they're it's Friday. They're playing well without David Krejci and Patrice Ber- uh, Bergeron, who's supposed to be back for Game Five. Um, I kind of feel like I did when we did our predictions. It's really Boston's thing to lose. Um, yeah, you're not we the all best had team in the league. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, we all had Bruins in five. So. Did we? Yeah. Um, Carolina lost today, so they are only up 3-2 now. Um, they're going back to Long Island. 
Uh, yeah, Islanders are fighting for their lives. Essentially, it was, it, was a, it was a decent game today. I don't know how you two feel about that series, but it's been kind of a kind of a snoozer. Poor Sebastian Ajo getting hit in the face, <laughs> and it falling directly to Brock Nelson's stick. Right? Actually, no, he batted out of midair. Did he? Yeah, it was out of midair. It was ridiculous. I was too. I was too like focused on Aho's yeah. face just gushing <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought it went off his face and in the net. I thought it was a true like Doug Glatt type of goal, but um, yeah. But no, it was batted out of midair. It was pretty nice. The broadcast tonight was noticeably annoying because they kept saying like, "Oh, this this crowd that's usually so loud is very quiet." <laughs> Just like, yeah, they're losing. What do they're you expect? Losing, man. They're sad right now. What do you want from them? Yeah, Can I just but, say, um, Biz has been so freaking annoying these playoffs. Biz has? Yeah. I can't stand that guy, dude. Yeah. It's just kind of his, his bit. It's his thing. Yeah. He's kind of stuck in that, uh, that like 20, what is it, 14, 15 Twitter era. Yeah. Well, where we his, can, his Twitter we account was a little more. Go active. without him. I mean, he's funny at times, um, but yeah, he can be a, he can be a bit a bit much. But you kind of know what you're getting with him when you're tuning in. So yeah. Well, our two entertaining series in the East so far, uh, Devils Rangers has been a blast so far. Yes, that Jack Hughes goal the other night was just ridiculous. Yeah, um, I feel bad for Shesterkin because if you're being made to look that silly, like. <laughs> I mean, there, there's worse players that could do it to you, I guess. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to see that they, they kind of have the, the goalie controversy after losing two at home. They take both mm-hmm. on the road, which is huge to do at Madison Square Garden. So they're going back to New Jersey on a two-game. With their rookie goalie too, huh? Two-game win streak with a rookie goalie, Akira Schmid, yeah. uh, kind of holding down the fort. Um, this has been like, if you go on the power play, you're scoring series, um, or at least if you're the Rangers, cause Chris Kreider has five goals all on the power play so far. Yeah. Dude's just chilling in front of the net. Makes it look so easy. It's, it's incredible. Like, I guess, do, do we start calling in front of the net, you know, his office? I mean, and mine as well. I know yeah. TBS and ESPN try and force it, but <laughs> You know, they're not wrong. Like, they're the guy not. stands in the same spot. He puts his stick out the same way every time, and he scores. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes guys just kind of find that little niche, and if you get good at things like that, you know, yeah. you're going to have success. And, and it's like Ovechkin. He scores in that same spot no matter how many times he does it. People, you know, other teams, for some reason, don't, don't know how to defend it. <laughs> but what can you do? It's a fun series. I love it. I'm I'm hoping it goes seven. Um, still pulling know, for man. the Devils here. Yeah, I'm still. We're, yeah, still, still all Devils. It was so. It was honestly really hard for me to choose. Uh, who I really want to win in that one, but yeah, I'll go. I'll still stick with the Devils. Well, and the the big surprise so far is uh, Tampa is on the verge of elimination at the hands of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto's <laughs> up 3-1 in the series. Um, I have to say the gifts and the videos of all of the Leafs fans celebrating like they just won the cup last <laughs> night was incredible. Yeah. Um, 
and I understand it. And I've been saying it a lot at work with like my coworkers. Like, I feel like this is their year where they finally get out of the first Hopefully. round. Yeah. But they're just going to have to go play the Bruins. And yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh, well, better luck gonna, next time, guys. I'm going to put all their, all their effort into getting to round two just to meet the Bruins. That's just wonderful. <laughs> um, but I didn't think Ryan, they'd be up 3 1, though. Ryan O'Reilly's looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're showing some fight. You know, usually everyone makes fun about them kind of choking and blowing shit away, but they've come back. Um, they came back to win game three. And yeah, they winning... actually flipped the script. It was four one. You know, so the Leafs were actually on the on the better end of that. It was four to one joke, which is crazy. And I feel like hell is freezing over, and I don't know what to do <laughs> with, with good things. Corey Perry's been. Going pretty good. Yeah, he's been he's been himself doing his thing. Um, when is that game? Mm-hmm. Game five is Thursday. So I think notable. only two games are tomorrow. Notably, yeah, we had uh, Sheldon Keith call out uh, the Lightning, and that clip was actually you know I think it got blown out of proportion a little bit more than it should have because mm-hmm. he's not wrong in what he says, and he had essentially said that. You know what Stamkos did to get both Marner and Riley off the ice, or what Kucherov did to get both of them off the ice, and then just Stamkos wailing on Austin Matthews and kind of goading him into doing something. Yeah, the team, the teams like that that have that experience are going to do that. And I think if you don't expect that going into a series, um, you're stupid. Um, a team like Tampa Bay is going to find every way to poke it prod it and prod at a team like Toronto that's desperate to really prove that, hey, no, we got a shot at this. Like, you know, we're, we're on the edge of our seat at all moments because if we lose this series, like, shit is going to hit the fan. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised he didn't get fined. I am too. But at the same time, like, it just builds up an already really good series. Mm-hmm. Um, just having that drama. I mean, notably, Andre Vasilevsky's been very human. He has been scored on a lot. Um, but I think you can't really chalk this up to more than just I think Tampa's just out of gas. I they look they just 100%. look really tired. Um, they've played mm-hmm. a ton of hockey. You know, you're without Eric Chernak, you have guys kind of kind of banged up headman doesn't seem to be himself you know the stars outside of Braden point and kucherov really aren't doing too much i mean sam Coates yeah. got a goal um last game but it's just like they're not they're not dead yet you know this is the part of the horror movie where you know jason's still alive <laughs> um he's just resting or hiding somewhere yeah so you know we can't sit back and claim a Leafs a Leaf series win no. too soon because no. they still got to win that. All they still have to win. Game. Yeah, um, win that fourth one. But you know this Tampa team noticeably looks a little. They look a step behind. Same yeah. with the Avs. Um, I mean, granted the Avs haven't played as as much because um, their runs outside of last year haven't been as deep. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that that playoff fatigue starting to kind of set it. Yeah. Yep. But, the Lightning have just played way too much hockey over the last three years alone. So 
I feel like this series is the one I've had the most stock in just because I've watched more of these games. Mm-hmm. You know, they come on early enough that we can throw them on at work and kind of, you know, spend the rest of the day keeping up with. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I still I still stand by my pick of Toronto moving on. But I had him in six. I have I have the Leafs in six. That was what I was sticking with. I said it like a week before the season ended so i kind of want the lightning to win one more <laughs> it's it's very it funny though smart. sitting here knowing that they all they have to do is win one more game yeah and i'm sitting here a non-leaf fan just like man they're gonna fuck this up somehow right like there, there's just, just that feeling of like we've seen this before yeah it reminds me of those years that the ducks were losing like four straight game sevens because all of those game sevens that happened they were up three two in all of those series <laughs> Yeah, and they end up losing game six, and then of course the whole game seven thing. But I'm just getting the same vibes, and I'm not even a Leafs fan, and I'm kind of nervous for them. So good luck. I think Bolton seven. Yeah, you did lose lose. That'd be something. If, <laughs> I mean, hey, let's see. Game five is Thursday. Game six is Saturday, and then Monday would be game seven if necessary for those two games. So I mean, by the time we record again. We'll see if Lou was right, and they make the uh, oh, crazy man, comeback. I hate, I hate, I hate Toronto sports teams. <laughs> I just uh, hate the city of Toronto. We're about two minutes left in the Kings Edmonton game, and they are still losing six three. So six, I'm gonna, three, yeah. I'm gonna say this one's pretty much over. Yep. I, I can that close that safe. tab on my computer. <laughs> So the Oilers should go up three two. Game six would be Saturday. That's weird. They don't play till Saturday after after this. Yeah, I, I feel bad. Brian last night was like, "Yeah, that game, that game four loss killed me because I went into it thinking if we win Saturday's game, I could watch a Kings clinching game." Yeah, he's like, but after they lost, he's like, now. I could potentially be there for Edmonton to clinch. Yeah. So <laughs> we're praying for our pal, the mouse. We wish we you not, best. <laughs> we do not wish this pain on you, but <laughs> I'm sorry. This may be the possibility, my friend. Yeah. Yep. Well, this does bring us to our uh, hockey three, six, five topic. Um, we touched on it a little bit. I know I, I just kind of said it with uh, the Toronto series, but he said, as fans of non-playoff teams this year, is the best way to watch the playoffs just generally enjoying the action, or have you bought into specific teams? You want to go first, Lou? No, you can. Um, I guess it depends. I'm, I'm, I usually like to jump on a, uh, on a team or two, maybe one in the East, one in the West. Um, it's kind of, it's like a little bit of both though, where I just kind of sit back and I like to enjoy all the series. There's usually one series every year that I can't, I just can't get into. Um, but this year, this year that hasn't happened, but like in the, in the West, I, I, before the playoffs started, I said this, that I, I, I jumped on the crack and bandwagon on the West side of things. And then the East it's all devils. So I've been kind of paying attention to those two teams and they've been a lot of fun, but that Leafs lightning series is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I think the only series that I've kind of been like, eh, you know, not, not like 
really into it and watching to the end is probably like stars wild i've been kind of in and out of that series i haven't watched all of it um i feel like that one's just like oh okay cool yeah (laughs) it's cool i like it because it's like you know the the former north stars against like you know the the old minnesota team versus the new minnesota team it's it's got cool storylines but at the same time it's like whatever and then yep. the other one, the other one was uh, Bruins Panthers. I don't know what it is. I just cannot watch Panthers games. They are so. They're, I just can't. I've tried. I'm not even kidding. I've probably tried over the last three years because they've been a little bit more, you know, competitive and stuff. And I've been like, okay, Montour's there. You know, this guy's there. I'm gonna try to watch more. And every time I try, I just I can't do it. Yeah, they are just so boring to me. And even them playing the Bruins, I've watched maybe out of the four games, maybe a game and a half of that series i just feel like every time i see the results like end of period or whatever it's just like oh that makes sense the bruins are winning (laughs) yeah just like it and to your point i feel like i'm not i don't really have a dog in the fight unless otherwise like stated Mm -hmm. because i just kind of sit back and just watch highlights anyways at the end of the night Mm -hmm. but I'm not really like invested in one outside of maybe the Kings one, but that's just because we have friends that are Kings fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from a perspective of what teams I want to win, certainly I, I, I would want one team over the other, like, you know, whether it's to, to feel vindicated that I actually could get a bracket prediction, right. Or if it's just <laughs> like a team I enjoy watching, but Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the last couple of seasons has just been kind of like, oh, if I can catch a game, like I'm going to sit down and watch it, but I'm not going to be upset if someone else's team loses. Like, yeah, not yeah. my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, closest, just... the closest I would have been to that was if the Sabres made it, but we don't have to go there. Go ahead. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I just enjoy the action, you know? Yeah. Except I'm rooting hard against Toronto. I don't want to see that team organization fans be happy. <laughs> Lou loves his bolts. Yeah, Maybe you know, Kyle Dubas was yelling at Lou. That's who it was. He was yelling at Lou. That was something else, man. I watched that video a couple times. That was. was I'm surprised that, nice that little... didn't get as much attention. Also, yeah. don't I mean, there was a lot of speculation of like, well, what's he saying? What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Like the the famous Twitter lip readers at it again. Yeah, our our favorite our favorite favorites. profession. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific team though, Lou, or teams? That you're probably kinda... the Devils, probably devils. the Devils or the Lightning. Yeah, we turned into a Devils podcast this postseason. <laughs> yep. Don't want to see the Rangers do good either. Well, I guess in the since we're on the topic still of the playoffs, we'll we can answer Patrick question Patrick's question first. Um, he had just asked us. He said, "Which players have impressed us so far? Which have disappointed?" what has been our favorite series we don't have to cover the series since we've kind of talked about it a little bit here um i feel on a player that has impressed me so far um it feels like every game eichel's getting points which is a great thing to see (laughs) he you know everyone was kind of talking about that first game of like oh he's scared he doesn't know what to do Mm -hmm. and ever since then he's had what three goals and couple assists i think he's got one assist three goals one three goals one assist yeah um i mean 
you can say that Schmied's performance for the Devils has been pretty impressive. I feel like the Leafs are finally getting like their big guys to contribute, but if I had to choose like a specific player from them, the Ryan O'Reilly trade looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, he's he's a star player in this league. Like, it's hard to to say you're impressed by a guy that won a cup and it's a Conn Smythe winner, but like, <laughs> you know, every every year with them, it seems like it's oh, this is the next big veteran that we got. This is the next big guy. This is the guy that's gonna put us over the edge. And like, he's actually kind of proving that like, hey, I can go out there and score a big goal for you. And, it's yeah. going to matter instead of just like, oh, yay, we won game one, seven to three, and then we lost game seven. Woo! Like, yeah. My On the disappointed side of things, I mean, yeah. you would have expected more out of Kaprizov, I think. Um, yeah, you know, whether it's injury still kind of lingering or, or what have you, you know. Shit happens sometimes. Those guys slump. I mean, if Minnesota yeah. moves on, I feel like maybe that's a little more push to to be better. I feel like Sorokin, we haven't heard anything about him. I know the broadcast yeah. during that game today was like, Who? yeah, you know, they Igor Sorokin. or I always call them Igor. Yulia Sorokin. They're like, yeah, he just his his goalie coach said that he's uh he's just been okay or something it was something like there yeah. was like yeah he's been good but that's about it yeah mm-hmm. um outside of that i mean there's just so much going on that i don't think you can really point to like one guy and be like yeah that guy fucking sucks <laughs> yeah i mean maybe like flurry he hasn't seemed like he's had a great postseason but he's he's he's, say, he's up yeah, there flurry. in age he's old like, yeah He's kind of at the twilight of his time. You know, did we expect him to carry Minnesota all the way through the playoffs? No. <laughs> like, I'd say uh, two players specifically that have impressed me. Um, Tyler Sagan is one. I think he has five points in the five games so far. And then a big one, speaking, you know, we were talking about the Leafs. How about Mitch Marner, dude? Dude is kicking ass. He has 10 yeah. points. 10 <laughs> points already. Like he's just he's just all over the goddamn place. Love the guy. But I would say those two uh for me and then um maybe one that's been kind of quiet that I thought would make a little more noise is uh Brent Burns. For the Hurricanes, I thought maybe he would be a little more uh involved. I don't know. I just I feel like whenever I have that game that that series on, I don't I don't hear about him much. I know he had a Nice chance tonight. I remember I, I thought he was going to score tonight, but I don't know. He also He's had the turnover of... that led to New York's first goal tonight. Yes. So it's like yes. you, <laughs> when you do hear about him, it's for the wrong reasons. But that's yeah. kind of been yeah. like that's kind of been his thing. It's like he's either yeah. scoring a highlight real goal. Or he's on the opposite end of a really bad defensive breakdown. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I would go I would go with Burns 100 percent. Um, what about you, Lou? I haven't really been watching the playoffs because I've been having COVID for the last 10 days. So I've just been sleeping mostly. Our Lou is struggling. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But I would probably say Kirill has been a little disappointing. Kaprizov? Yeah. Yeah. 
Corey Perry. He's Corey Perry, impressive. yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen. And the old man still got it. He still got it? Uh-huh. How was, uh, how was um, Byfield doing? I know he scored, he scored tonight. That was he his, scored tonight. Yeah, that was his first first playoff goal tonight, right? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, sorry. I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. I could be totally wrong. But yeah. So nice to see him get on the board. 97's kind of been kind of quiet, honestly. Yeah. Dry, the, dry Kings have, been great. the Kings have done a good job of shutting him down. But at the same time, I think there's so many weapons on the Oilers that it's like, if he's playing second fiddle to dry sidle, like it, if one of the two of them are on, you know, they're in good hands. You know, you, you have better odds if both of them are playing really good, but I feel like Nugent Hopkins has been pretty quiet too. He's got, oh, he's got four assists. I see. Well, see, you know, those three were killing it this season. You know, McDavid. Yeah. I I had two of them on my fantasy team, so I know that they were <laughs> they're popping off. Literal mouse said ninety seven had three points today and is in his third straight multi league game. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Well, he's he's doing it quietly. Can we say that <laughs> he's doing it very boringly? Like he yeah, is. maybe use more flash. I don't know. Jeez. Well, we have our next question is actually kind of a two-parter because Jack asked the same question that Jenny had asked, and what would our Nightmare Stanley Cup matchup be? Yeah, so maybe with with Jack's, he said this postseason, so maybe we can use Jenny's as like an overall. Yeah, but he okay. also said best possible matchup too. And best, okay. So for this postseason, the worst Stanley Cup final matchup. Let's see. I would probably say Stars. Stars Panthers for me. A Stars Leaf. Uh, oh, God. Matchup would honestly be like a really fun one for me. Honestly, I'd say that as a best. Okay. A worst, I would say. I would say Rangers Knights or a combination okay. of that and my bracket pick of Bruins Vegas. Yeah. Cause I, I, I see that more so from the fan perspective, not the on ice. Cause I feel the on ice would be fun. Yeah. I just feel that would be a very annoying series to like be on social media for hundred mm-hmm. percent. I didn't give my best. So I'll, I'll say, best would maybe be like uh i think leafs oilers would be would be something i think that'd be a lot of fun there'd certainly be a lot of eyes on it yes or my my uh, bracket pick of bruins oilers just from like a, a talent standpoint i mean same with the leafs like the talent they have i mean that would just be that'd be fun I can't believe I'm saying my the best would include the oilers in both of my bests <laughs> but what can you do man what can you do yeah, my mine's the same the same answer. Uh Leafs Oilers. The best, the best. because okay. yeah, because I mean all Canadian final mm-hmm. best player versus arguably the second best player and it'd be my worst because I hate both teams. 
Hey, we love Lou. He's honest yeah. and straight to the point. Okay, so Lou, <laughs> so Lou, we'll we'll have you answer first for the Jenny part. Where, what would like, what's the worst possible Stanley Cup final matchup, like ever? Like, doesn't have to be this postseason. Just the two teams that you'd hate to see ever? overall. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. In the um, East, would it be safe for you to put the Capitals in there? Yeah, it would be Capitals Nashville. Okay. Capitals Purge. All right. Yeah, mine that definitely. Would just, that would just be ass. Yeah, mine would probably be, probably be Predators. Um, Predators. Flyers, maybe? Nashville because it's Nashville and Philly because of the Rocky statue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it on TV <laughs> for the whole series. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this person taking I'm gonna Rocky I'm gonna say all time. I'm still gonna say Vegas Bruins just okay. because Yeah. I think a Preds lightning one would just be stupid too. I I don't I don't think I would enjoy that. Vegas Vegas Rangers. I, I would hate that too. Yeah, I hate the Rangers too. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know why I enjoy your hate towards the Capitals. It just, I don't know. It's very it's just, random. It's random, and it just, I don't know, makes me smile. I don't know. I just every time I watch their games, I just get mad. <laughs> I can't explain it. Okay, it's a uncontrollable rage just courses through my body. <laughs> Well, we have a fun one. Our last one in the notes here. Uh, Kate asks us, "How many geese? How many geese could you take on in a fight and win?" Ah, <laughs> uh, I would say three, but I feel like it'd be a very close fight because <laughs> you have I'm to keep geese right now. Because I need to see how big they are. I don't. I feel like you could just keep them at bay with like a tree branch or something for a while. <laughs> Oh, damn. Uh, I think four. Okay. Lou's got four. Spot. I think four's a sweet spot before it just <laughs> they just start kicking your ass. They just start gaining up on you and just start beaking you to the death. <laughs> you broke Chris. I just can't get over picturing all of us fighting geese. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> picturing Lou with just fighting four geese it's just quiet and just hear just hear that fight happening <laughs> jesus christ just hear little just little pecks just the hissing <laughs> all right so jake you said who what would be three hissing? yeah i said three who would be hissing the geese <laughs> the geese the geese hiss they hiss oh, they do that. i mean maybe you'd yeah. be hiss maybe you'd they, hiss back i don't know they hiss and honk <laughs> Yeah, like really? a, like when yeah, I've never heard of geese making noise, a goose noise. <laughs> um, yeah, they they definitely hiss. Um, I'd say I could probably take I I I'd say three. That fourth one would be a little daunting. Um, I mean, four is pushing the envelope, but I think we can manage. <laughs> I just want to see Lou fight geese now. I just want to just release the geese. Well, we figured out our title. Release the geese. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's a great question. So I'm watching Milo is standing on our desk and he is trying to play with the roller hockey puck that is sitting here. So I'm going to have to take this away from him. All right. But Kate asked this. (laughs) She asked it under your tweet. Oh, yeah, she did. Shout out Kate for that question. Shout out Kate. She has her own uh, um, podcast with her friend. I think it's called Pundit Paddock Pundits. Yes, it's a Formula One and IndyCar podcast cool so go check them out if you're if that tickles your fancy love f1 do we have any questions in the twitch chat now would be the time to ask them and ryan actually said uh panthers cracking would make me stop being a hockey fan i forget both teams exist usually i have a question okay okay go ahead lou what is your go-to sick food if Hmm. if if you could eat like normal food. Um, are we talking like bedridden sick or just like I've been feeling off for a couple of days sick? Like not bedridden sick, but you could still function sick. <laughs> um, I mean, my answer most of the time is grilled cheese just because it's easy to make. Grilled cheese is a go-to for sure. But see, I'm not like a grilled cheese and tomato soup kind of guy. Like I'll do that occasionally if I'm feeling feeling extra, but like yeah. a good a good grilled cheese is pretty uh pretty fired ninety nine. I would go grilled cheese scenarios. Yeah. Grilled cheese or like a uh, a PB and J. Depending on depending on the sickness and how how it's affecting you. Um I wouldn't mind just going soup, just doing a, just being a soup guy. Cause my go-to the last 10 days has been Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, huh? Yeah. I don't know why, but it just made me feel a lot better. Just the, the deluxe sandwich. <laughs> All right. Are you a spicy deluxe or a regular deluxe? So nice regular. I mean, I, I like spicy sometimes when I'm in a spicy mood, but. I, I can't my thing with Chick-fil-A is I can't go back to just normal the normal fried chicken patty. I like the spicy too much. Mm. I feel like anytime I'm actually able to use the reward for the five goals. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean you could switch it to a, a spicy patty. Like I've done that before, but I Ryan don't know. says Ryan says she slice on chicken sandwich, thumbs down. I kind of agree, but I agree with that. If it's it depends on the slice of cheese. Yeah. I like cheese, so I, I could care less. It's I do like cheese, but yeah, like on a chicken sandwich, sometimes I'm just like sometimes nah, it's nah. unsavory. Yeah. If it's, it's like the right kind of cheese, if it's like you know, a provolone on like a grilled piece of chicken, like mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. But if it's like Wendy's putting a fucking craft single on like their two dollar chicken sandwich, then I'm like, yeah. okay, there's a problem. <laughs> So I understand the sentiment, but so Lou, are you right in a place, spicy... right time? Lou, are you in a spicy mood tonight? No, no. Okay, we need spicy Lou fighting geese. That's what that could be our next TikTok. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. I never knew they hit. Take, take Lou to a park and just set him free and go they put really inside hiss? goose. They, hiss, they really is. Yeah. All right, I gotta Google geese. I went. Uh, one of the. Last time me and Jenny went to like a park, um, it was during COVID. 
just to like get outside a little bit. Um, there were some geese there and they would, you know, if you get too close, they'll, they'll charge at you and they start hissing at you. Oh yeah. This, this geese is definitely hissing. I just YouTube doing, doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely hissing. <laughs> just the, yep. Yep. There he yep. goes. <laughs> Oh, Ooh, he's he's a mad little guy. Yeah. Oh, he's biting one on the butt. All right. <laughs> oh, that was a great question. My side hurts. Well, you know, I I don't know how we follow that up. Release the geese. Release the geese. Jack asks: Is next episode the Dan Sexton episode or the Glenn Godden episode? <laughs> Dan what Sexton, episode is this? One hundred percent. This is forty-one. Next will be forty-two. Wouldn't it be Josh Manson? Oh yeah, could be. That's or only we could 42, get, I know. Or we can just have a full episode where we just get sexy on Dan Sexton. <laughs> Up to you. Maybe we try and interview Dan Sexton. Hey. Was Glenn Gladden forty-two this year? I guess I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not the gonna hockey, lie. I don't. The remember. hockey god, Glenn Gladden. Barry hmm. Nikar, who is he just making up names now? Possibly. Okay. Well, if we do not have any more questions, I guess we shall uh close this out. That do be it, kids. Remember, if you see a geese in public, it may chase you. So be prepared <laughs> to square up just, at any moment. Just just hiss at it. <laughs> Read it like a bear, you gotta get big. Get, get bigger make sure you're bigger than the goose and hiss at it please send us your videos of hissing geese in at Lou. thanks oh, oh come on i'm gonna be waking up to like freaking dirty geese videos tomorrow aren't that'd, be, I? that'd be great uh, all right as always thank you for joining us on twitch and if you are listening yes. to this on uh spotify apple or wherever you are listening to your podcast uh, i hope you like the intro and the outro music yes i'm very excited for this to get rolling i we all we're enjoy actually, it it's, it's a lot of fun somewhat professional now huh? yeah we're gonna sound different only took us 40 episodes <laughs> <laughs> better late than never it's fine it's totally hey. fine we got to stay on brand. That is, yeah. is in the name. Late yes. arrivals. <laughs> we have to be late. We have to be late to the party. Um, yeah, yeah, it's since almost it. a year late. <laughs> yeah. since, <laughs> since that's it, you know, once again, thank you for everyone over the, you know, since January who used our uh, LAP code um, at 714, like Jake said earlier in the episode. Uh, it means a lot. It's definitely helping us uh, move forward with different things with them, and it's going to be a lot of fun, so we're excited to when that time comes to announce different things. So thanks again to everybody for listening, using our code. You can still use our code. Promo code, um, promo code LAP, 714tickets.com. Go show them some love. But yeah, that is it. We'll see you next uh, week. I was, I was going to try and say something about a, about a goose, but I oh. couldn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we shall see you all next week. Yes. See you later. Release the geese. <laughs> you can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.